Good morning and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. This early morning, Friday morning edition of Words from the Word of God. It's now 4.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time where I'm at. And we're coming to you uh, as we enter into Acts chapter 2 and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the message will not uh, my the message the Lord's given me will not come today, but the message from Scripture will be read. And there's there's something that's been on my heart lately. You know, as we look around us and we look at our government and their lack of stability, uh, you know how greedy uh, they have become and how uh, deceptive it seems they are. And this is just on the the surface of what we see. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors, you know, and, and not only that, but they're using the mainstream media to lead us astray. So, you know, who can you really trust? Well, you know, with everything that's ever changing around us, and it seems our country is crumbling out from underneath our feet, there is one that we can trust in, and that's the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And not only that, but we can trust in his word. And this, this, the word of God tells us over and over and over. You know, the word of God will stand forever, as Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 40, as he is comparing the frailty of humanity to the great God of creation. You know, he says, the grass withereth and the flower fadeth away, but the word, uh, the, the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Peter, and I would like to turn over to 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, right quick, 1 Peter chapter 1, give me just a second to turn over there, I had it marked, I thought, but as we turn over there, turn over there with me, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23 through 25, end of the chapter here, being born again not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of our Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. You know, no matter what changes around us, you know, we can find hope in God and his word because it never changes. Now, it never changes, but it is ever changing the hearts of men. And that's the wonderful thing about it, because in Christ, the Holy Spirit works in the hearts of men through the word of God. Paul says, and he writes there in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So faith, then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now we know that there's there's hope there because all and it's never changing. God is the same today as it was yesterday and will be forevermore. The triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Therefore, His word and His word is from Him to us. It's God's love letter to mankind. All we have to do is have a willing heart to hear it. And let it take hold in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit is the one that does that work. And that is what's so wonderful as we enter into Acts chapter 2 here. And But I just wanted to make that known this morning. There's something that's been on my heart. So let's pray together 
met the Lord through the reading of his word and here in Acts chapter 2 and the other day, Acts chapter 1, that he, the Holy Spirit, will, will work through his, the God will work through his spirit on the hearts of men and our hearts and bring us into a right understanding of what his word has to say because we know. And if we go forward knowing that it is, the, it is his truth and his truth can never change, we know that it can change our hearts that are so doubtful sometimes. Now, the word of God here in Acts chapter 2 begins by, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, excuse me, as we begin right here. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it, it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat, it rested upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now this when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are thee not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers at Mesopotamia, and in Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and in the parts of Libya out of Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak. Now listen what they were speaking and what they were hearing. Speak in their own, our own tongues the wonderful works of God. The wonderful works of God. And if you consider the Holy Spirit gave these men and women the uh, one, the the utterance to speak. And this is what the word of God is telling us, what they were speaking, the wonderful works of God. No doubt the gospel of Jesus Christ, Christ crucified and resurrected, as we will see Peter's message on in the latter part of this chapter. Verse 12, and they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another. What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known, known unto you, that and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Listen closely to verse 16, but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood 
before that great notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever, listen to verse 21. This is a wonderful promise in the word of God here. And we know it's the truth. He says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Peter goes on to say, ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you, as yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden to it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made made known to me the way of life thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance or with thy presence men and brethren let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch david that he is both dead and buried and his sepulcher is with us until this day therefore being a prophet and knowing that god has sworn with an oath unto him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he should raise up Christ to the sit upon his throne. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received the Father, of the Father, the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into heaven, but he saith himself, The Lord saith unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thy foes thy footstool, thy foes thy footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made this same Jesus whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked or they were cut in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall, ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and unto your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and that same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. 
and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47 in the last verse of uh, chapter 2 of Acts. Praising God and having favor with all people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Praise the Lord for the reading of his word, and I pray that he would bless the reading of his word to our hearts. As we continue on from this point and enter into the message on the gift of the Holy Spirit, the remarkable gift that day at Pentecost, as we just read of the record here in the word of God. And we know, as we said, which we began, though life changes, though the situations change around us, there's one that never changes, and that's the triune God in his word. And we thank him for that today. Pray with me as we enter into these messages that the Lord would speak to our hearts and to the hearts of all men as these messages go far out, far and wide out into the world. And pray that the messages will reach that one that's closest to hell that day and this day going forth that is closest to hell that needs salvation. Thank you for joining us today, and I look so forward to the next time that we can share and a word from the Word of God. God bless.